Sometimes in life you find yourself on the right side of the line, where the skies open up and cast a towering shadow, guarding you from the worst life has to offer. And then... That same sky rips away that warm blanket from your clutching arms and casts it into the night. Now, you are on the wrong side of the line. And that's why I'm here, to keep you in line. A line we call the Dry Line. Nothing goes right. That's right. That's a positive way to start the Dryland Farmer podcast because this is the Dryland Farmer podcast, and I'm your host Brent Carlson. And uh, I'm not going to ask our co-host is doing today because I'm a little put out with him. He had a legitimate reason to get a new cell phone. He dunked his in a, in a soda pod of Dr Pepper, or as you Northerners call it, pop. We call it down. We down here we call it Coke. Landed just. Go ahead and tell everybody what the hell your problem is, you tight ass. Well, my first problem is you should call it Dr. Pepper because it makes the world taste better. But I got another. I replaced my old flip phone with the exact same type of flip phone and off of eBay. Yeah, off of eBay and tell everybody what you spent. Did you take out a loan on this one? I can't remember. I think it was 20 bucks plus shipping. And the shipping was, what, 60 bucks? <laughs> no. Yeah, uh-huh. I, well... Uh, in our first recording that never went to air like 10 minutes ago, I was just saying, at first I was saying, well, I'm glad you didn't try to get it off of Craigslist where you get your throat cut by some transvestite, you know, psycho killer. But on second thought, it might not have been a bad deal because then I could have had all this thing all to myself and I wouldn't have to talk about my one of my friends that still has a crappy flip phone. But nonetheless, he's here and he's got this flip phone. He just, uh, it just, ten- it just took him like 30 minutes to top out. I love you to his wife because he's got to hit. What do you have to do, Lenny? Hit to hit the five so you can get to the F, or because you have to hit it like so many times to get to the letter you want. Well, it's T nine brand. It works pretty quick, and it took me about eight years to learn. So that's why I'm that's why I'm not giving up on the flip phone because I finally learned T nine. T nine. You're gonna have to refresh my memory. Well, you just you know you just push the the numbers with the letters and they make words. I don't really know how to explain it. Yeah, that's because nobody knows. Nobody Every, cares. Everybody that knew how to do that and invented it's dead. But uh <laughs> yeah, so uh we're here and uh we're we're going to put up with Lennon's lack of uh progressive farming and progressive uh moving technology. Today we're going to we promised last week we're going to get into those personalities that everybody loves to hate. Those personalities where you run across every day at the cell barn at the co-op meeting. Anywhere where there's farmers or gathering or people in general, you, you've got those personalities that you see come you see coming from a mile away, and all you're doing is reaching for that phone and pretending like you're fixing to post something on Twitter, put some kind of fancy you know pet video on Facebook because you don't want to talk to this person, you don't even want to look up and act like you you acknowledge them. You just want them to keep walking, head to their pickup because you know you're fixing to lose ten minutes out of your life that you're never getting back. But before we go any further, we need to clean up a few deals. First of all, before we go any further, we need to have some apologies made out to uh, Rob Sharkey, uh, the Shark Farmer, the host of the Shark Farmer podcast. And we said without any prejudice that he was from Iowa. Well, let, let, let me be the first to say this week that he's not. He is from Illinois. 
Illinois, Illinois, Illinois. There you go. It's like saying Beetlejuice three times because you never know where he's going to show up. So, Rob, there's your there's your um, recompense for uh, me putting you out in a wrong, in the wrong state, even though you're in the same state as Chicago. But so our apologies to Rob go down there, and uh, we hope that hope that he stops crying about it now. But um, yeah, so that was that was a little house cleaning there and a little report. We had that big forecast from Radar Ricardo last week. All we got was a big letdown, and actually, he's gonna he's gonna kind of own up to it this in this week's forecast, and he's gonna kind of tell us what went wrong and uh, what happened there. So we're looking forward to uh, you know hearing from him and see what he's got for us. And uh, so yeah, also we want to mention that uh, heck, tell a friend about the Dryland Farmer podcast. That's our best way is word of mouth to kind of get our podcast out there in the uh, popular culture of the farming community and. Uh, Go ahead, and if you're listening to us on iTunes, don't be afraid. We all know that everybody asks for ratings and reviews, and uh, I mean, really, who's going to take five minutes to write out a positive review? Only only time somebody's writing out a review is because if it's a real shitty one. So just give us five stars, and don't worry about the comments. But if you have a comment that's positive, we'll take that, too. So tell a friend. We always appreciate that. This week has been cattle working week, and we have a few of those every year. But um, just a little side note here about... Uh, not only farming, but we do some ranching too. If you ever, if you're a vegetarian and you wonder how we could possibly eat livestock, how we could eat cattle, you need to go work with. Them. Okay, this is take three, everybody. You need to go work with us for a week because cattle are about the dumbest animals alive. Because if you've ever tried to work them, put them into that working facility where you go around in that snake and then it goes up into that working chute. You push them in there. You start crowding them with that that tub, that wall that you can move around, you know, and you're pushing them. And you're pushing them to the only open option they have in that working facility. And all they want to do is turn around and get hit in the face by you. Well, no, that's why they need to be eaten. They shouldn't be allowed to exist other than to be eaten by humans. Because what is the point of these people? These people. Yeah, well, I don't know. There is some people, <laughs> there is some people that are just about qualified as bovine. But you're freaking hitting these cattle with a... Well, I don't want to say that. You're you're gently suggesting that they go one direction, and they just look at you with this freaking bull-faced look like you're an idiot, and what do you want? And I want to go back out through the gate. And you're pu- trying to push them through the only option they have. It's like, Landon, it's like that scene in Willy Wonka where they first go into the factory, and they go in, and they get all crowded in that, like, Mirror, that smoky mirrored glass room, you know what I'm talking about? And he's oh, yeah. pushing on the wall. He's like, well, now I know there's an entry here. There's an entry here. And then he makes it all, he makes a, you know, he makes a round trip back to the door they came through and they goes, Oh, here it is. That's the same. What's what? How does he say, Lennon? That's the same door we came through, you nitwit. Is this sort of some fun house? Snowsberry. Who's ever heard of a snowsberry? <laughs> but yeah, that's what these cattle are. These cattle are five. These cattle are five spoiled kids and one near homeless kid just trying to go through a chocolate factory because they're never going to find their way out. Anyway, it's just you get cattle. You know, you've heard of road rage. Everybody's had road rage. And you haven't seen rage until you get cattle rage, working rage with cattle. And I love the T-shirt that says, I'm sorry what I said when we were working cattle, because that is just beyond the truth. And. You know, of course, when you're working cattle, you got to gather them. And we've, we've still got a couple horses, but they never really leave the pens anymore because we've got four-wheelers. And Landon, <laughs> I was kind of in a bad mood when I heard that you got a flip phone to begin with. But I was already kind of down on myself because I was going across the field the other day. And um, I, I thought I had a shock out on my four-wheeler because I was just shaking and shaking. And I was going down the field, and the only thing that was shaking was 
where my shirt pockets are, Landon. <laughs> you know what's behind my shirt pockets? Some good old man teeth. My breasts. <laughs> <laughs> I felt I felt like Kate Kate up and running up and down a Maui beach somewhere. Landon, I'm 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 scientifically overweight. I'm not obese. I mean, you're pretty good shape. I mean, you play T ball or softball or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But uh Landon, I'm going down there. I mean, these are pretty new four wheelers, and I'm never getting a fixed axle. In the rear ever again. It's going to be completely four-wheel independent suspension like I had on those Polaris's, even though I almost went broke trying to replace the CD joints. Landon, I, <laughs> I feel like I felt like some 25-year-old chick on a beat. You know, it's like Baywatch, and I heard David Hasselhoff singing in the background as I'm going across these corn stalks. So I was already in a pretty piss-poor mood until I found out that you got some kind of crappy flip phone. But I had to get that, <laughs> pardon the pun, off my chest before we went any further <laughs> into the podcast. Landon, uh, you're mostly farming. You don't do m- many cattle, is that right? Nope, not very many cattle. Well, that's probably why you're going to live longer, because I guarantee you working cattle for a day will take at least a week off your life. If nothing more than the dust, it's the actual rage and blood pressure that increases in your body as you're working them. Because I don't know what pigs are like. There's a lot of pig farmers up there you know, in the Midwest that listen to this and I don't even want to know what poultry... I guess poultry... Poultry farming is probably okay because you can just jam them in those little little cages, you know, kind of like Napoleon Dynamite did. And, um, you know, these, what do they have to move? They have to move the chickens and he paid them in change. That was awesome. But So I, I guess you could take out a little... What, you can take out a little rage on those chickens as long as you don't, you know, break a nail or something. But, uh, yeah, so cattle, they... I would have to think that working with any livestock would create rage in a person, but... That's not why we're here today. We're here today to talk about more people. and Because people can make you, well, people make you more mad than livestock, let's be honest with you. So, yeah, this is part two of the personalities you don't want to run across, but you do anyway, every day. And before we get to that segment, we're going to hear from Radar Ricardo, and he's going to try to get down on his knees and tell us why he was so wrong and why he got our hopes up. Yeah, even though not, we, He's not coming to any more of my parties. Yeah. I, well, yeah. The pinatas was a pretty big hit, I have to say. Oh, yeah, and before we uh, go any further, I want to mention that we wanted to thank uh, Leslie Ray Kelly and the What the Farm podcast for letting me uh, ask a question for their What the Farm chat that's on Monday nights at uh, 7 Central. And I hope everybody got a little kick out of my question. I try to be a little more original on some of my content, and um, that was a steer bl- uh, blow dryer, if anyone couldn't tell. I was actually kind of running late, and we were working cattle at the moment, and my, ki- my brother's a... Uh, kids uh, cool room for their cattle where they're right there by the way so i uh got a uh hair hair blower for it and uh simulated a little wind, west texas wind for you and it's actually doing about what i did in the um in the video right now it's probably blowing a good 30 mile an hour clip we just had a cold front moving but nobody wants to hear a weather report they want to hear that from Randall ricardo and um so Randall ricardo's coming up our sponsor is a, a relevant sponsor once again it's a therapy post cattle workout day just listen, you'll love it. It's it's not yoga. You only wish it was yoga. Cattle uh, post cattle therapy for the human. And I'm sorry, but this is the name of of the therapy. It's not moo. It's me. <laughs> so uh, yeah. So we'll have that horrible pun and Radar Ricardo, and then we'll be back to our personality segment right after that. From the cousins of. Kucha Brown's Driving School, we bring you It's Not Moo, It's Me. Have you just had a long day's work of working cattle, castrating, branding, 
tagging and vaccinating. And in the meantime, you want to kill every Christian soul that comes into your path in between leaving the pens, leaving the working facilities, and rolling into your home. Why? Because you suffer from what we now have diagnosed as cattle rage. That's right. That personality disorder that you enter into, a type of post-traumatic stress disorder that puts your brain completely off of schedule. That's right, your brain, once known as a normal functioning organ of the human body, has turned into nothing more than a raging, violent, rabid mesh of white and gray matter floating around in your skull. Why? Because cattle are the stupidest, dumbest and most rage-inducing animals ever created by the good Lord himself. Well, worry no more because we have a therapy. It's not Moo, it's me. That's right, it's not the cattle. They can't help it that they're idiotic, four-legged bovines just walking around grazing on everything. Well, this therapy is nothing more than that hot shot, that chichara, if it were, that you carry in your hand with a six D-cell batteries that you charge those cattle through the working chute and down through the snake. That's right. Instead of turning the electric shock on the cattle, turn around and stick it straight up your rectum and hit the button. You won't thank me at first, but you'll thank us later. All it is is a fancy technique we learned from Dr. Sigmund Freud. It's not moo, it's me. From your cousins from Kuta Brown Driving School in Inglewood, Northern Shire, England. Thank you very much. Hey, what Prince say? He said I was all wrong? Man, I'll show that piece of green go- Hey, 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 this is Radar Ricardo at De La Serio, bringing you the Dryland Farmer Podcast weather update. Well, hey, hey, Brent, looks like it didn't pan out for you just like I thought it would, huh? Pato, huh? That's right, man. You just blame it on- Man, you're always blaming it on the brown guy. Look at- Hey, check out that guy with the tan. It's probably his fault. Well, hey, I just read it like I see it, because- that rain forecast, that peach forecast that I had last week was spot on. It's not my fault that that rainstorm that was coming at you was one big <laughs> tease. That's right. Don't blame the messenger, Bato. I'm just here to tell you the news. I'm just here to give you the weather. Well, today, I hope, you know what? I hope it doesn't rain on you, Bato, because, man, you're going to treat me like that, man. I'm just going to walk off the set. Well, okay, maybe not. Well, you know, it's raining in your area. It's all, like, all cold and chilly, man. It's all windy. It's, it, I knew it blew, like, all night last night, Bato. Like, freaking 30 mile an hour. Straight out of the north, Bato. Straight out of Illinois. You know where that turkey guy said he lives. Hey, hey, hey. It's looking pretty good, though, man. You got more sh- You got another shot of rain chances, you know, all through the week. And maybe and La Nina, I don't know what to tell you, man. It's not my fault that she went all cold and stingy on El Nino because... That's pretty much what happened. Hey, the sponsor this week is... Equalachinga, this is a terrible pun. Hey, it is. It's not Moo, it's me. You know, like that whole it's not you, it's me thing? Well, you know you get upset. You get that cattle rage when you're working the pizza vacas. Well, you take this contraption, this therapy session, and it'll fit you right up. You'll be ready to go to home to mama. All night long, Hey, 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 this is Radar Ricardo, a Denisario. Back to you. Well, Ricky, I usually say thanks a lot, but this, in this instance, it's thanks for nothing. But yeah, no, you can't get them all right. Well, let's get into the personalities. The personalities you run across, all those 
and these aren't just farmers and, and uh, you know, this is the general public, but in our farming community, we all know these guys. And uh, last week we talked about, what was it, the optimist, the pessimist, the cusser, let's see, who the expert. Well, this week we're going to cover a few, and we're going to mix in some females here, because there's the farm her generation, and uh, that's really cool. You need to check that out. I uh, saw it on the, what was it, a successful farming? I can't remember. Anyway, farmers and your bad personalities. Most farmers have great personalities, but there are some, those bad apples. So let's get into it without any further ado. So yeah, we talked about last week about the, the cusser, you know, the guy that just lights up the sky with F-bombs and S-words and P-words in front of women. Well, now we're going to kind of throw this and make this an equal opportunity hate fest. And we're going to go over to the women and kind of call a few of you guys or gals out, as I should say. Now, we, we start out with a cusser from last week of the guys. Well, women are, they're not immune to the swearing, Landon, as you can attest to. I'm sure your wife, though, is not one of these gals, right? No, but she might be after she hears this because any time a woman starts cussing, I, it just scares the hell out of me. If she, if she listens to this, which she will, I'll, I'll probably be doing the dishes next week. Hey there, girl. Anyway, uh, yeah, it's a. Uh, it's always scary when you're around somebody you've never heard cuss in your life, and I mean they drop, and they usually they won't drop the f bomb, but they'll let it. They'll let an s or something come out, and it just scares the ever living hell out of you, especially if you're under like ten years old, and that's like, you know, it's a really bad thing to say. You've been told not to say it, and then you hear your old man or your mom just. Just, just belt it out across the room. Especially and, those old crusty women that weigh like ninety pounds and have like eight teeth. They're just well, I haven't seen the ones that weigh ninety pounds. I have seen the you know they're meth heads basically because they've got about the seven teeth and then they've got those they've got those cans hanging down through their well, you know their <laughs> their ACDC t-shirts that they got at a rock fest in nineteen seventy four. Anyway, <laughs> they, they go all the way down to her hips. You know they're almost tucked in behind her belt, or it looks like she's you know it's almost like under her armpits, like she's got some bald guy in a headlock who's got a really bad zit on the top of his head. <laughs> you know it's just an ugly sight. Matter of fact, I saw one today. I was in Amarillo and I was going. I was at this doctor's checkup, and there was this lady. And I was walking down. There was this lady and this old lady, and they were walking in, and she just had this look. She had the droopy boobs, you know, the old worn out T-shirt, and the flip-flops you know with her crusty <laughs> crusty toes kind of rubbing against each other you could almost hear it making sounds landon it was kind of gross anyway and, you, and i couldn't make it out what she was saying but i saw f and gd and s i mean and this was in about a 15 second time frame landon i could just smell the welfare coming off of her did she have the t-shirt that said i'm with stupid <laughs> no that was her mom next to her, <laughs> her that's usually the thing because she's usually like this the 50 year old daughter of the 80 year old mother and the 80 year old mother is usually the cool one of the group you know she might still be playing canasta you know and going to bed at 4 30 but she's still the cool one in that dangerous duo but yeah, the crusty white trash lady, she, I mean, she puts the cussing farmer guy to shame. Just complete, she's invented words that people hadn't even written down yet as far as swearing goes. But yeah, back like when you get to that young kind of 20 something and she just kind of cusses a little bit. It's, Emma, I don't know if you're allowed to say they're hot anymore, Landis, when you're married, but you're not, but it's kind of, you know, you let it slide. How's that? You let it slide. But, you know, if they start, we went, I went on this date one time, this is years ago, we went to this comedy club in Amarillo, Texas, and if you just heard that thud, that was Landon's jaw hitting the floor, hearing about somebody who went on a date before they got married. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Kimmy. <laughs> anyway, 
And uh, we went, and it was this lady comic. And I mean, it was like Richard Pryor met Chris Rock, met Dave Chappelle, and they bleeped out all the word, words in between F. Because <laughs> that's all she said the whole time was F this, F that, GD that. That is not cool. And above all, it's not funny. But we're getting way off the line here. So, ladies, just be ladies. I mean, you, you know, slip out. <laughs> uh, I almost hit the stop button on that. Let the few say, guys, be classy too, and don't you know try not to swear. I try not to swear anymore, and I have to, but which is not a whole lot. But yeah, ladies and gentlemen, just be ladies and gentlemen, and you know, just appropriate. Know your room, as Jim Rome would say. So yeah, the, the cusser, just know your place. We better move on. The free lunch guy. Now, the free lunch farmer, Landon, you start us out. You, you see these guys. Tell us a little bit about it. These are my favorite farmers of all time because they come into the co-op right around 1157. And they, you know, they have this big business to do. Well, I need to do such and such and whatnot. And pretty soon, you know. <laughs> There's that trademark accent yeah, you've got. It's pretty soon, you know. Our boss is like, well, uh, I was gonna, hey, you want to go? Want to go grab a bite to eat? Oh, well, I, I guess so. I mean, it's, hell, I didn't even know it was that time. And <laughs> so they get up, and I love it because usually, you know, we get to go with them and do small talk and watch these guys cash in on a free lunch, which I don't blame them. I, this is this is the farm farmer personality I would be if I didn't have a day job. Usually, the the free lunch guy he uh, shows up at funerals that to people that he never knew. He's basically a, a food crasher, is what he is. He goes to weddings and funerals that he never met. But he he's also the exact same guy who's the uh, hoarder, the pickup hoarder. And it's not necessarily in an old pickup, or I don't know if you all say in the north pickup trucks or whatever. But we call them just pickups in Texas. Anyway, you go out, and it's a lot of the time it is it's a late model pickup, but the only open space this guy has is where his ass goes and where his feet hit the pedals. Maybe there's a little open spot in front of the radio, but the rest, and it's always an extended cab. It's never four doors because I guess that's just too much to fill up. It's always just that extended cab Ford or Chevy. The entire back seat has not, has not seen the sunshine since this thing was manufactured. Since it rolled off the line, that cloth seat has not seen any daylight. And nobody's riding shotgun. Nobody would ask to ride shotgun with this guy because all there is is about 15 McDonald's cups, 37 fast stop cups, and 100 lottery tickets. 20 hadn't even been scratched off yet. The hoarder, the pickup hoarder guy, you don't even want to see what this guy's tractor cab looks like because I can't imagine what he could use to fill up a tractor cab, let alone his little bitty pickup cab. It's... Yeah, I'm not. I'm not no. I'm not no neat freak. I ain't no neat freak. I'm not a neat freak. But I mean, come on. You know, really, the whole the old joke is you can write somebody's phone number. Of course, if you've got a smartphone, landing, you can you know you can type it in your phone and save it. Really, it's amazing. It's a great time to be alive. You can write somebody's phone number in the dashboard of the dust. I know because I've done it several times. <laughs> And uh, you just, you got to press like hard enough where it smears, but you don't really want to rip the upholstery, <laughs> you know? <laughs> that is, if you don't have that carpet da rear dashboard like some people do. I love the, I love the neat freak. There's another one, the neat freak farmer. This guy will get in his, your pickup with you and he'll start dusting your dashboard for you. It's, he just can't stand it. 
So, yeah, it's just so many different personalities. So, you know, we got the free lunch slash pickup hoarder guy. We've got the, the cussers, the lady cussers, the reinvent the wheel farmer. This guy is spending his weekends and weeknights just trying to reinvent stuff that we're already doing. The wheel is already round. The tractor goes forward. It already goes backward. Plants come up from the soil. This guy is going to figure out a different way to do it. He is going to find a different way to get that seed up and out of the ground in the most inefficient way possible. He all oh, he's got the he's the guy that's got the old Moline motors in the back that he's going to revamp one day because Molines are going to be making a comeback, <laughs> even though the first ones that ever got built still can't be started on the first try. Then there's the USDA subsidy guy. This guy doesn't think you can do any. You can't be successful at farming. You can't grow anything unless it's got a government subsidy behind it. He knows every single program out there. And I'll be the first to admit, I take advantage of these programs, but I don't live or die by these things getting passed. This guy has C-SPAN, the Ag Subcommittee on Appropriations. He has this on his iPhone, Landon, just watching it. And he's making, he's taking notes on who's voting this thing up and who's voting this thing down. <laughs> and I guarantee you, if this guy has his representative voting down a government program, his <laughs> his dartboard just got a little bit clearer with one more <laughs> picture on the board. Because... You know, it's funny. A lot, most farmers are Republicans, even though Democrats are a little more friendly towards the government programs on the farmer subsidies. So it's kind of a uh, it's kind of a catch twenty two there. You you want to stop babies from being killed, but you don't want to miss out on your direct payments. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that just the most morbid thing you've ever heard? That's pretty rough. Yeah, but uh, so guys, take advantage of those programs. Is what I'm saying. But don't get hung up on it, and don't try to make your farm work off of it because of it. There's a little public service announcement for you out there. And finally, for this part, I don't know if we'll see if we've got more stuff for next week, but we're going to talk about the Forever 21 guy. I mean, the Forever Single Farmer that always complains about being single. Everybody knows him. I mean, you have to feel sorry for him because let's be honest, uh, lots of the lots of the gals, not all of them, obviously, we've got great female listeners and great female farmers out there but a lot of girls or a lot of ladies they go to the city or they go somewhere else and find you know find a job for themselves you know in the non-ag sector now that's not true for a lot of the listeners here but the dating pool does get kind of shallow for both men and women and you know because just from the simple fact of less numbers you have to pick from unless you're close to a big city but um yeah so but you've always got that guy he's just he's been single until he's about 47. Of course, I guess at about 50, they're probably just happy being single. Yeah, they're just done. I thought I was going to be this guy. I mean, this this was the road I was going down for a long time, and it was it was fun. I'd run away from all those scary women. And then, you know, Farmers, farmers Only has cured a lot of this, and I'm just kidding. I didn't meet my wife on Farmers Only. <laughs> it, was but, a, it was a different <laughs> – was it a different avenue? It was a different avenue, Landon, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. We, yeah. Met, we met in different ways, carrier pigeons or – Carrier pigeons and smoke signals. But yeah, the, the farmer, yeah, really farmers only. I mean, it is the goofiest damn thing you've ever heard in your life on the radio, on the TV and radio, but they must be making some freaking coin because these guys have a bigger marketing plan than Apple and Walmart combined because they are always, always on the television, always on the radio. And um, if they're interested in maybe getting a little cheap advertising, I would just be more than happy to hook them up with somebody I know really close to this podcast. 
But, you know, the guy, he's single, but he's always complaining about being single. So you can't tell me that's a really big aphrodisiac. Um, I'm not big on <laughs> signals that dudes send out because, you know, I am a dude. So all I can say is, is I'm happy my wife picked up on it and got the scent <laughs> because uh, it's, it's worked out so far. And I know Landon's has, too. But guys, if you're single, I know it's tough out there. I was single for a good long while until we got married. And uh, it's, yeah, it's hard out there. So, but, you know, kind of keep it to yourself, but don't bottle it all in. So, you know, you wake up one day and go through a ammonium high, <laughs> ammonium. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Ammonium nitrate. Don't go Oklahoma City bombing on anybody because, you know, you couldn't get a date to the to the square dance, you know, for one evening. But then uh, that's a bit K because Oklahoma City, it's not too soon anymore. But anyway, hey, those are our personalities that we got to go through this week. And uh, we just hope that you're not one of these people. We know you're not. Ladies are awesome. Country gals, I mean, they're beyond awesome. So uh, just keep that in mind so nobody gets offended because I'm absolutely not going to offend anybody. And if I do, well, that's kind of on you because you know I, didn't, I know I didn't mean to offend anybody. So with that, Landon, you go and uh, take the plastic off the screen of your new flip phone and, uh, you know, go type out a letter to the president or something or your <laughs> representative that didn't vote for your bill that uh, you took off your government funding but until next time we'll be here next week and once again we want to thank uh the what the farm podcast for letting us ask a question and uh, apologies to rob sharkey as we uh got his hometown wrong and home state wrong and until next time landon keep on getting it after it man oh i will and we're gonna cue that trendy music and we'll be asking you what side of the line are you on The Dryline Farmer Podcast brought to you by It's not Moo, it's me. The Dryline Farmer Podcast, all rights reserved, 2018.